Welcome to Coworking Out Loud, where we explore the deeper side of coworking, content, and community. I'm your host, Kat Johnson. Hey friends, in this episode of Coworking Out Loud, I'm talking to my dear friend and longtime collaborator, Karina Patel, who is the COO of Her First 100K, and she's the marketing coach in our lab. We're going to talk about all things social media, how to think about your strategy, how to avoid overwhelm, choosing the channels that are right for you, and a bunch of other things. So here we go. Welcome to Coworking Out Loud, Karina. I'm stoked to have you here. Thank you for having me. Of course. As you well know, Coworking Out Loud is an exploration into the deeper side of coworking content and community. So today we're kind of going in on the content side, but I feel like social media, which is our topic of the day, it hits all of those things. For coworking space operators, definitely content, of course, and also community building with social, which is something people may not think about. But the place I want to just jump in with you is to talk about the importance of staying current with your social media, your bio, your content, everything, because I'm concerned that some people have a set it and forget it Mm -hmm. mindset with social. So what would you say to people about the importance of staying current? Yeah. You're correct. People do just set it and forget it. They think that, I think knowing that social media is the, the first, um, channel or the first option to, to reach people that don't know who you are. They're not your customer yet. Um, and just telling, you know, making any type of connection, I guess, organically without having to pay for anything, uh, social media is the, the way to go. And, that's the, the case for whether you are, um, you know, a, a small business or a brand, or if you are a consumer or uh, even influencers. So I think that social has to be considered, yes, for like that top of funnel. Um, but also I think we often forget that it's not something that's just going to run itself. It's not something that we um, you know, we have to maintain, we have to be up with like whatever the trends are, you know, and we need to play not against the algorithm, but with the algorithm. Right. And those are the frustrating pieces of social media. Um, but it is, it really is. It's like that one place, whatever, whatever platform you are using, right. It's the place to gain, to build trust, to gain that like voice and be able to build a community and, and a, a following or an audience. Um, and you're able to do it more often than not for free. It's kind of amazing how much trust building you can do on social. For sure, with video, like there's something about seeing people's face. I know that I'm always getting pushed to like get my face out there more so people can relate. Um, but also with copy, like the way you write, you can let people in and really humanize your brand. Like there's a lot, the power of social media is massive. And some people yes. don't see that they see it as a throwaway to do to like give yep. to the new person. But let's talk about that. Like the power of this. It's honestly, it's a place, like I said, right. You are able to gain a strong voice. <laughs> We know that social media channels aren't the place to have nuanced conversations. It doesn't exist, <laughs> but you could really have powerful 
discussions. You can have really productive conversations on social media. Um, yes, context is always, it's going to be blurry depending on, you know, whatever it is that you are voicing. Um, and you're always going to have people that are just like, I don't agree with you, or I don't understand this or, but I do think that we need to see it as an opportunity. Um, I'm going to, in this, you know, my example here, I'm just going to stick with Instagram or, uh, but I think that it's so helpful when brands are using, you know, Instagram as like, Hey, this is what we are, why we're doing this. You know, this is my brand and this is why I started it, or this is why I've created it for people like you. And if you are X, Y, Z, or you land in these, you know, uh, groups or piles or whatever, this is for you. This is your space. And so, um, what better place to voice that and have a fruitful discussion, um, you know, on social media, um, you can do that on LinkedIn. And, and I think, yes, copy makes such a big, of course you also are, are now working with search engine optimization and using keywords in your copy and trying to also balance that, like how much of me is me as a human being and how much <laughs> am I trying to, you know, appease the Google gods. So there's, <laughs> it is, it's a lot. I mean, the algorithms, the search thing, the humanizing your brand all at the same time, like we mm -hmm. do so much experimenting and frankly, I find some of it really frustrating when you try different things and some yeah. things kind of hit, a lot of things don't, then something takes off. So you're like, I'll do more of that, but the next one doesn't. It's a little, a little crazy making, but, um, something you said in there about, uh, find like letting people find you, whether they resonate or not with you. And also people who aren't your mm -hmm. people can understand that too. Like if someone doesn't want to hear about community and storytelling, if they don't want me to, you know, share what's going on personally and stuff, they're not my people and that's right. okay. Right. They, it is. Yeah. I think that we, as a marketer are always get a, like, get scared or we panic when people start to unfollow or unsubscribe from your email list. And it's just, it's okay. You know, the whole point of social media is that it's always that it's top of funnel. It really is just letting people know who you are and why you're doing this. And if they connect with your values and your, your goals, then they're going to come to you and listen to you and, and be there for that journey. Right. But if it's something that's, you know, whether it's in the beginning, they're like, yeah, you know what, this sounds great. And then partway they're like, unsubscribe to this email list because no, this no longer serves my needs. That's okay. Because we do the same, right? I mean, I, I always use like January as my, my detox email month where I'm like, Oh, finally, all those emails that I've been meaning to unsubscribe to, <laughs> you know, it's just whatever is serving my needs right now, I'm going to, you know, and so that's just the same. We can't panic about that. But um, yes, social is viewed as this is what, you know, this is the, what we could be doing, uh, where we could be showing people what we're doing and your chance to kind of, we know that we, we love seeing the people behind a brand. We need to of see the course. face. It's not just, you know, it, it can't be, um, I always say robotic. It can't be faceless. It can't be voiceless. It, you know, it has to have, <laughs> 
humanness. It has to mm-hmm. have, you know, connection. We need to be able to, there's some, you know, something genuine about it that we are like, oh, this is the face I recognize because there's something in this person that I see in myself, or there's something that I'm trying to attain, or this space that they're talking about is feels like I should fit right in and it's going to be great. So you have to be able to, you know, put, bring that, um, bring yourself and it's, it's scary to to show up. Right. And it's, it's really hard to show up. Nobody wants to be in front of a camera. Um, (laughs) I mean, some people do, but, uh, it's hard to do that. And I think that we get caught up in the, Oh, I have to post and I need to be, I need to, you know, show my face and I need to talk and I need to present this or, Oh, this happened in the news and I need to be able to post and, and, and share my opinion on this. And it's like, you take a minute, like, think about like, I always ask myself, is what I'm posting serving my audience? Is the, like, what is this going to do for them? And if it's like, if this is helpful, if there is value, if they will find value in this post and I can explain how and why, great. That's a, that's something I should post. But if I can't answer that question, then I should just take a beat and not post um, and allow the world to continue in its chaos. And, you know, and I don't need to be adding to that noise. So it is, um, while social media can, you know, you get caught up in all of it. I think that we'd always have to keep looking at like high level. What am I doing? How am I bringing people in? And what am I doing to move them along? Yeah, there's a lot I want to dig into. And the first thing that comes to mind is knowing what your goals and intention are. Like you reminded me a month or so ago, like how important social is for the top of funnel. Like it used to be seven touch points. Now we're at like 20 touch points for a brand. And um, for me, some of it is sharing, like, here's five tips. Here's some strategies. Here's this. Um, I think a bigger part of that and something that I've kind of built my brand around is people feeling like I'm approachable and relatable mm-hmm. and like the awkwardness, like what we're used to seeing on screens is like perfectly produced polished. things, polished things. People look perfect. Everyone's fabulous. And there's this huge curve you have to make with social. And I am not even there yet of embracing the awkwardness, like show being brave enough to show up as ourselves is what makes people feel like they can relate to us. And for someone who's building a brand around community, it's like, that's way more important than like three Instagram, Instagram tips, like letting people, because when I get the most responses to emails is when I kind of open up, I'm like, Oh, I'm kind of in it right now. This Mm -hmm. entrepreneur thing is hard. I get like 20, replies or like me too thank you for saying that like that so it does depend on what you're doing with your brand but social is a door to do that it is actually Kat I want to ask you so (laughs) um we okay so we've been working on you know I've been collaborating with Kat Johnson Co for I don't know five years Years? and it feels longer I don't know we should we should mark the, the date yeah um and I feel like we started when we start first started um, approaching Instagram content. Um, I know in the beginning it was, and obviously back then, like reels weren't even a thing. 
Um, but it was prioritizing photos and, Mm -hmm. and videos and, you know, Instagram is, it's a visual app. It's all about aesthetics, right? And you have to balance the, the value and the education that you're providing also with the, the, the entertainment, as well as it has to be some, it has to be visually appealing in some way, whether that's funny, whether that's emotional or sad, you know? Um, but I think that when we first started and we were, you were creating content, right? I feel like you've, you've had this arc, <laughs> especially with, <laughs> with reels, right? Yep. Just, can you sh- like share how, how you've been more, how you had to get uncomfortable uncom- with being uncomfortable? Did I say that correctly? How you became with comfortable being with being uncomfortable? Yeah. I mean, as you know, I really have a love hate with reels because mm-hmm sometimes they're really fun. Like sometimes I do skits and they're funny and people like them. When I do like a trending thing, that one, boom, 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 boom. Mm -hmm. That was really fun. Other times I try something and it just doesn't work at all. And I feel like, well, that was a waste of 90 minutes. Like it just, but the, in terms of the vulnerability piece, like, I mean, some days I'm in a hoodie and yoga pants and not feeling awesome. And I have a real do. And I'm just like, I, like I can't. There's such there's such a thing I'm about showing you and I'm like, up. I know. I need this reel. <laughs> Where's that reel? Is that going out today? I'm like, oh, so get ready, come to kiln, you know, get the light set up, do the thing, try to you know be as authentic as I can within this this thing of like, okay, we're trying to do something with this piece of content, whether it's yeah. you know promoting something or or just brand building, but um, and days that I don't feel awesome about myself, I do not want to get on Mm -hmm. the camera at all. And, um, you know, those, those hoodie days, you just don't feel it. So I I think for me, it's about like, and also I, I just don't feel like I'm great at reels yet. I feel like I haven't hit the thing where I'm like, this is my thing Mm -hmm. for reels. I've tried a bunch of different things. I feel like I'm far more inclined to do like coaching and connection stuff rather than like, you know, dancing and doing yeah. things like, so I, I definitely am still trying to find my, like my sweet spot with reels. Yeah. I think one thing that we have learned over time is when we are working, you know, building out the content calendar and we set these dates for like, okay, there's this, uh, co-working convos coming up and we're going to be sharing the four guests that are speaking at the convos and we know, okay, we're going to, you know, spread them out across these dates and we're going to share their information. Um, and then kind of filling in between what are the other things that are happening, right? right. And we creating content for that. And right. We have a brainstorming session and we spend 10 minutes talking about what type of content, um, you know, maybe you need to create three reels and what, how you, how are you going to break it up across three reels? Um, I think one thing that we've learned and really work well with is also saying, Hey, today I cannot make a reel today. I cannot be on camera and I'm going to push this to tomorrow. And, <laughs> Which happens. and it happens more often than not. And it's okay because the whole point of what we're doing is it's not urgent. It's not, you know, time sensitive unless it was like you are having an event in your space or you are um, launching a new product or 
having, you know, uh, opening a new area, work area or a meeting room or you're, you know, um, maybe you're collaborating with a local business or another partner or something. And those types of things, yes, they're on a time, they need to be posted in a timely manner. But for the most part, your messaging, the, 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 your why and what you're sharing with um, prospective members as well as existing members, right. those are things that are just evergreen or like, hey, this happened this week or this is what's coming up next week. And those are things that just can be popped in, whatever, you know, but as long as you're consistent um, and as long as it's not, uh, you know, we always try and stick to like our content pillars and try not to give too many things uh, to overwhelm people. But I think that big lesson that we've learned in the last few years is, Hey, it's okay. This didn't happen. We'll, we'll, we'll do it tomorrow or. It's true. (laughs) A little bit of grace, a little bit of humanness in there. And um, there's some hacks. Like one of the things I love is taking some footage and then just recording a voiceover Yep. So, and then like you can put the, the captions and stuff and we're kind of yeah. going heavy on Instagram, but you and I talk a lot about this cause we haven't quite cracked the, the code yet, but, um, things like that, uh, things like using footage from other things. So little hacks, but you said something that I think is such a tricky balance where our content across social media, we need to be creating value and connection for people mm-hmm. who are already bought in, like for us, it's yep. lab members, convos participants, people who buy every product we put out. And also being a little welcome door for people mm-hmm. who've never heard of us mm-hmm. or who have kind of like maybe come to a couple convos, but are still new to the whole CJ yep. Co ecosystem. And it's like, so I'm always thinking like, what do space operators need? What are they thinking about? What are they working on? And yeah. I feel grateful that we're so close to our community that we kind of have a good sense of of the topics. Absolutely. I think that we, with any, with any, um, social channel, um, email is a little different because somebody has opted in, right? They are further down that customer journey than someone coming to your LinkedIn or coming to, um, your Instagram. And (laughs) for me, I just always, I've now just written off like, really, are we really using Facebook? And so, <laughs> but if it works for you and that is where your target audience is, exactly great, use it. Right. I'm not saying, you know, I remember when TikTok came out and in the lab, we had a couple lab members and they're like, should, should I like start a TikTok account? And I'm like, are your members on TikTok? Like if they are, yes. If that's who you're trying to attract. Right. But if you are, again, TikTok is a primarily Gen Z uh, it's Gen Z consuming that content, but, and creating content. But if your target audience and your existing customers are not Gen Z, TikTok isn't really for you. It's fun. Sure. Uh, have we learned a lot of hacks? Yes, but that's not where your audience is. Uh, maybe in 10 years, it might be who knows if TikTok will be around. We'll be doing. Yeah. (laughs) You know, um, but I think that we have to always remember, you know, um, two things you brought up. One, we need to remember where our target audience is. Mm -hmm. So um, if you, as Kat Johnson Co., you are attracting space operators and you're attracting co-working brands 
and partners, and you're doing all of that to bring them into convos, right? And, and that's best done on a platform like LinkedIn, where you're able to share your expertise. You are an authority on the subject, you know, whatever this topic is, and people are connecting in that sharing like, oh yeah, I do this or I do this. And you're able to connect better on LinkedIn for that. But if you are talking to, you know, if you're talking about the day-to-day struggles of running a co-working <laughs> space, you know, like the, the, the most popular one is where did all the forks go? Right. You're going to get more responses, engagement, reposts on Instagram because it's something where we are like, it's a, it's a relief in the day. I mean, it shouldn't be, I know this is a terrible habit, but it's like, Oh, okay. I've, you know, finished sending off this email. I deserve an Instagram break, do a quick scroll. And, (laughs) (laughs) um, but it is something that, you know, so knowing where your target audience is, the second piece is you can't forget, we get frustrated with, I hear often, again, this is from the lab as well. And lab members are asking, you know, why do I even need social media? It's not doing anything for me. I don't get any, um, new members from it. I do, you know, and I'm like, well, take, take a step back, look at your customer journey. And before you even create a content strategy and part of your content strategy is social media or it should be right. Because that's just one piece of, you know, all the different channels that you are present on look at how social is working for you. Generally, it is top of funnel because we're using it as a way to tell people who we just be aware of CJ Co, right? Not everyone in the world knows CJ Co. We don't need everyone in the world. We need the right people Mm -hmm. who have the needs that we are um, meeting. We are answering, so, uh, you know, we're providing solutions for their problems through the, the lab, convos, the shop, all of the different resources and products that you have there. And those are the people we're trying to reach. And if you were doing this successfully, you were moving those people down the funnel and you get them to opt into to an email. Now they're in the middle of that funnel. They've already shown interest. And now they're like evaluating, what do you offer? Do I want to join the lab? Do I want to buy this product? Is the, the, social media audit challenge, a product that I need. And if they convert, great. Now you have just moved them from top to bottom. Now, what happens if you're doing this successfully? You've just taken these people at the top and brought them down. You still have to replenish at the top. Like that's an ongoing task in marketing, right? You can't just say, okay, I had a thousand people and now I brought them all down and oh, well, what do I do? You can't forget that you still continuously have to, again, it's that you are replenishing at the top because either they converted or they've lost interest and realized this isn't the place I need to be and they've moved on. So, you know, it's not, it's not always going to be a hundred percent conversion. It's a small percent of those people at the top, but that's the cycle. And so, (laughs) you know, when, when you one day were like, I'm done. I don't want to do Instagram reels anymore. And I'm like, I'm <laughs> I have that thought every day, okay. just so you know, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, okay, get, let's, let's, t- let's think this through. Like yeah. let's, 
we don't, okay, only publish one reel a week. You don't need to have three. You don't need to post every day. If you, because remember, again, it's one piece of this marketing pie. And if you are posting on Instagram and then the next day you have, you repurpose that content and you publish something on LinkedIn, maybe there's something that you then put into your weekly newsletter. And maybe you have a newsletter that just is for customers, like existing customers that's internal. And then maybe you have something that's more for general awareness, right? Like all of those people that visited the website or, you know, came and attended a convo one day or, you know, and like, there are all these people that are in this bigger community, but yet haven't come into like this very niche, like the lab or like they are a a recurring convos attendee or, you know, whatever that end game is. Right. So, um, it's trying to be present in the places that you need to be, but not, you don't need to overextend yourself. You need to, this is why we have a strategy, why we need to think through it. Um, yeah, I, I, I have a question for you as the, as the face, as the person running the account, because, you know, co-working space, we all, we, we wear many hats often, you know, you aren't lucky enough to have a social media coordinator, right? It's generally the community manager. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. And um, so as the the person having to create content, and what would you say is your first like the big that that obstacle that you have to um you know kind of that's stopping you or that's prevent that kind of just is like blocking you from creating content. What is there like, maybe it's more than one thing, but generally what is that one thing that's like, Oh, this is that obstacle that I have to climb across or crawl under or smash to pieces before I'm able to do what I need to do. What what is that for you? So, I mean, big picture, I am a creator at heart. That's what I want to be doing all the time is creating, connecting, teaching, speaking like that's my big picture vision and the trick for me is like when I'm writing I feel like I'm in my zone of genius I can write Mm -hmm. something right now that will like stir your soul and make you feel a part of things and like it just comes really easy to me when we switch it and we're talking about let's do something on Instagram or video YouTube. I mean, we haven't talked a lot about that, but that's something we're doing more of and like short form versus long form, this and that. I feel like that comfort and confidence I have when I'm just at my keyboard sharing, just letting thoughts flow and sharing is gone. I'm like, okay, like, should I do one of those kind of reels or should I do a voiceover or should I do this or on LinkedIn? Should I do a short little uh, quippy thing, or should I do like a longer form thing? Like it just becomes more like there's so many options mm-hmm. and we're always trying to get the like the algorithm to like what we're putting out while also having people connect and jump into the funnel and come to a convo and stuff. I feel like it gets into this um, sometimes overwhelming, sometimes just like juggling a lot of balls and there's not a lot of clarity where like when I sit down to write my emails, I'm like, okay, I feel very comfortable. (laughs) I feel like that is a common obstacle and it's that 
feeling of overwhelm because you're not sure you have these ideas, you know, that you're good at writing, or maybe it's, you know, creating a, creating an Instagram reel, but you're not sure what you should be creating or how to even share the information that you have. Um, I, so (laughs) kind of coming back to the core of this conversation, um, you know, we thought about you and I last year talked about what could we be doing for, especially our lab members, um, but just the co-working community, the operators that get stuck, that always are like, I have this obstacle and I don't know how to get past it. And we created a five-day challenge, the social media audit, um, and literally, <clears throat> sorry, literally we have broken down, you know, I, I, I always look at it as you're not like overhauling your social media strategy, um, or, you know, starting a new account. It's not, it's like really just looking at what, what do you have already? And it's an audit. How do you clean it up? Because it's the same as I look at it as like, you know, you're just in general, who you are today, chances are, is not who you were a year ago. We live in a world where that could be the case for six months ago, but, (laughs) um, and so I think that we, it's really, you know, having this practice of auditing your social media accounts, auditing your website, auditing why, why do we create a new marketing plan every year? It's because what has happened, we've learned from it. And now we create something that's going to improve what we've been doing. It's the same, you know, again, starting going back to, um, the set it and forget it. It's, it's not right. We can't just leave it there and let it run itself and think I'll have all these followers and then they'll come to my website. Um, great. If that is what's happening, I would love to know your secret, but, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, it's, you know, I think that we are like, Oh, I posted something and I spent 90 minutes doing this and I only got 10 likes or I only got a hundred views and that can be defeating. And it's the content you're creating is one piece of that, but there's so many other things in your social account that needs to be updated that needs to, you know, and so, um, you know, some common mistakes that I see are, well, the first thing is they, their, their bio isn't like the LinkedIn bio is a full URL or it's (laughs) the one that really, um, makes me cringe is when you can see UTM code in the URL that they've posted. And so we know like when someone is coming to you, it's, I mean, you know, it's kind of like when someone is earlier today, you were like, how should I introduce you? You know, like, what do you do? And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's, it's not (laughs) just a one, it's not a one line answer, (laughs) right? Like I'm all these things. Yeah. And that's the same with when someone who doesn't know who you are and I'm coming to your Instagram or your LinkedIn brand page, I want to know who is Kat Johnson? What is Kat Johnson Co? And you're going to do that in a sentence and, you know, with your wonderful writing skills, you, you are <laughs> able to capture that in, you know, a sentence, 
but you, you know, and then that link is gonna, if I click on it, I'm going to be presented with the most important things about Kat Johnson Co. Right. It's not just going to be come to the website because the website, sure. But then like, I really want to put the best pieces of me. You know, I always think like, you know, you're it's like a dating profile, those featured photos, like the feet, the things that you are so great about Kat Johnson Co. should be on your link and bio, right? Cause you're telling people I have this community and this is what we do in this community. And here's what you can find. And ABC, your options. If something matches, great. Here's what you can do next. And if it doesn't, that person then moves on to someone else, right? And so updating the bio is so important. And that could mean a number of things. Um, Of course, the LinkedIn bio. I think that my other thing that I, the one thing I notice as well is the last post if you are not um, active, if you are just not posting consistently and your last post was in 2020 or in 2021, Ooh. yeah, I actually, I actually then question like, is this company still open? Like, I know. Are they running? You know, cause that's, I think that's, that's been one of the bigger things of, <clears throat> um, and this is a whole separate conversation, but coming out of lockdown, right? We, your people just, people put Google or you come to Instagram. I know that when I want to look at a co-working space, I want to look, take a look at a restaurant and I want to look at a brand. I look them up on Instagram because I want to see what's happening inside the space, what people are taught saying, what's on their menu. Like, I want to know what it's going to be like being in this place. Right. So I go to Instagram, Google can give me the information, like the address or the phone number or like just the website URL, but Instagram is going to give me a whole lot more. So after COVID or after lockdown, I think that a lot of businesses, and this is a whole local listings conversation, but weren't updating those listings. Right. And so when people are Googling, it says you're closed, but then you're open or that you're open on Google, but you're actually closed. And I think that confusion is really important to clear up. If you are not updating your website and you're, you're not updating your social presence, people have no idea if you're open or not. You know, they could have thought that you closed your business if your last post was in 2020. And if that's the case and you closed your business, then this conversation does not apply. (laughs) Um, yeah. But I think that, yeah, the bio and like the posting uh, frequency is the two things that I always see. And I think it's so important that those are kept up. We talk about that with blog posts too. Like if I go to a space's blog and their last post was nine months ago, I'm like, it shows that either you're scrambling and behind Mm -hmm. or don't care. And it's mm-hmm. like neither of those are a good look. But um, you said something that's so important. I want to re-up this, that people, they may Google search to find like the sites in town, co-working spaces in town, but then they're going to your Instagram and that's something new and not all space operators understand the power of that. That mm-hmm. if someone is searching and yep. finds you on Instagram, what are they going to see? If it's where every square is, we're having a sale, we have an office rental, come in for this, like mm-hmm. is just salesy and not showing them who's in the space. Like it used to be a big deal that there was a co-working space in town. 
now it's not. And mm-hmm. in 10 years, it's there's just going to be spaces everywhere. So it becomes so important. If you want to attract the people who are great fit members for your community, you have to let those people see what's mm-hmm. inside because there's so many flavors of co-working and there's a good fit for anyone for anyone, like people who want to come in kind of in, in white shoe, white shirts and jackets and others who want to come in with like, you know, their basketball jersey on or whatever. And then everything in between. But if someone can't tell from your presence, your website, and then all your, you know, your, your, um, Instagram, Mm -hmm. Twitter, LinkedIn, whatever you're doing, they won't see themselves in your space. Okay. You brought up something like something that's a great example um, of, I have a great example of what you just mentioned. You said that we aren't thinking about, or many of us aren't thinking about how we use Instagram today or any social media channel. Let's specifically talk about Instagram because it is searchable, right? Instagram changed so that you can type in keywords and search any of their content, not just brands or like accounts, but tags, location, Mm -hmm. audio, we can search a lot of different elements. Um, I am currently, um, I'm not in Seattle right now. I'm currently in Atlanta and um, there are, I walked to the coffee shop the other day and I, um, I think there were like four coworking spaces in my, on my walk. And I kind of went on a lengthy walk, but there are four coworking spaces and there are some, there's one that's like the shiny and new and in a high rise. And then there are some smaller, smaller ones and some I've never even heard of. What do I do? I look them up on Instagram. I wanted to see <laughs> what, what was it like inside their space? I yeah. see their name on the building, but I don't know what they are inside. I don't know if like I can walk in and my leggings and my sweatshirt and just be like, hi, I need coffee and I need a place to work today, you know, or if I'm going to walk in and be met with like a bay of elevators and I'm like, got to go up to the 40th floor. And that's great. You know, if that's the vibe I wanted and you know, one day, or maybe, you know, there was another one with a parking lot and I'm like, I don't have a car here obviously, but like that could be, you know, so I wanted to know what was inside what did it look like? And is that the thing that I, is that where I wanted to be? And we're not really going to Google to do that. We're using the visual, um, elements that are offered on Instagram to be able to go look that up. I'm not going to, if you're like, Hey, Karina, I have this recommendation. You should really go check out this coffee shop in Atlanta. Great. I'm not going to go to LinkedIn to look them up. (laughs) I want to know what is their coffee like? What are people posting there? Ooh, mm-hmm. What else can I order? What does their avocado toast look like? You know, like <laughs> I am going to go to Instagram. So it's the same within with coworking. It's no longer just, oh, I'm the coworking space in town. Mm-hmm. It's I have four on the same street. So how do how am I different? And how am I the best place that you need to be? And it's okay because you're not serving everybody. Right? Yeah. And so you, it's again, balancing the values that you, and the education that you're providing as well as the entertainment and the, you know, like the, the visual, the aesthetics of Instagram. Yeah. Um, and I say Instagram, I think I keep mentioning it. I think that it's probably the most important channel because 
it is where the majority of co-working audience, like the members are going to be. I think that Facebook, and now again, if you are targeting Gen X, Facebook might actually be the place that you need to be creating ads and sharing content and building a community. But if you are Gen X, but more millennial audience heavy, like that's, you do need to be present on Instagram. Um, I suppose if you are marketing to Gen Z, then you should potentially be considering be real if you wanted to, or TikTok. Um, you know, there's a lot of different options, but you just have to find the place. If you were wanting to attract partners, sponsors, collaborators, um, you know, uh, LinkedIn is probably the best place for you to be. So again, why are you on this channel? Who are you trying to serve? And before you post, ask yourself, is this content act? Is there value in this? Is my audience going to find this valuable? And if so, like, great. If you've got an answer for that, post it. If not, and you're questioning, like, I'm just posting the post. (laughs) Maybe not. You don't need to. Which I sometimes do. I'm just like, I'm just trying to get this out the door. I have something due. It's just going out the door. Some days are like that. And then other days are more thoughtful. But um, so for us, we reduced it down to Instagram and LinkedIn. Every once in a while, we'll like cross post something to Facebook from Instagram, but really LinkedIn and Mm -hmm. Instagram. And they're very different channels with, uh, it's an interesting challenge to maintain my authenticity and brand integrity and stay aligned while also doing different types of content. That's, that's a cool challenge. But um, one of the things I've learned is like, the power of, I call it the remix, you know, distribution, mm-hmm. repurposing things like someone who's tuned into everything that we're doing will see content get remixed from the email, from the blog, mm-hmm. to Instagram, to LinkedIn. And on Instagram, it might be a carousel. On LinkedIn, it might be a text post. Um, I'm constantly pulling stuff from here and sharing it here and there and everywhere. And that's a super hack. If you're not already doing that, start thinking about content in, in that way. Cause it helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Repurposing your content. Why work harder? Just work smarter. Um, <laughs> yep. uh, By the way, you, you said something, what was the t-shirt? I was thinking we need to get Karina that t-shirt. You said something that was hilarious. Maybe it was about Instagram I don't remember. Oh, God. I'm going to have to go find out. I'll stick it in the show notes. Okay. Before we jump out of here, I want to make sure we've touched. Like, is there anything you want to share? And then um, really just avoiding overwhelm with all of this. And then if you want to just share a little bit more about the social media audit that we just Yeah. So Kat and I uh, created a five-day challenge. Um, Basically... It's a, it, it's tackling the like steps to audit your social media accounts. So it's, we have, you know, I want to say like we've broken down these steps, but it's more of like, we've paved a path from where to begin. Like the really first thing you should do when it comes to the social media audit. And again, it's five days. There are not tasks that are going to take you, you know, an hour. It's like, 
day one, it'll maybe take you 10 minutes. And day two, it might take you 15 minutes. Day three might be a half hour, but um, it's not. And really these are, like I said, we, we are paving this path for you to do, to complete this audit, but it's not something that's like, okay, I'm done in five days and that's it. It's really like, Hey, this is your plan for 2023. So part of that is just, of course, you know, updating just the, the, your, the kind of like almost like spring cleaning. It's like you're cleaning everything up, Mm -hmm. but in doing so, you're also like, I might need to look at my strategy and making sure the strategy still makes sense. And again, because maybe your content pillars from last year are no longer the content pillars this year. So kind of looking through that. And then of course the half the battle is just posting. The other path is engaging and, and, you know, really building a community. So, um, you know, we kind of walk you through how to do that, how to even approach that. Cause again, overwhelm. Um, and then basically it's kind of rinse and repeat, right? You kind of mm-hmm. just use these tactics and best practices that we are sharing. Um, and that's it. And it will take you five days and it'll just be a really good way to clean, um, clean up your social media accounts now that we are at the start of a new year. Yeah. And really you can apply the same logic to your website. Again, your steps are going to be a little different because website is not exactly, you know, you're not cleaning up a bio, but you could use this same logic to uh, apply to your website, your email marketing strategy, you know, if you need to clean up your email lists, but we thought social media was one of the places that we needed to begin because everyone, it applies to everyone. I mean, I don't think that there's a single co-working space that's not using social media to reach new audience members and still talk to the existing audience members. So uh, social media audit, it is in the shop. <laughs> I love and, it. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're really happy with it. It's super quick. And um, Karina, I, the, the rinse and repeat, the reusability of this is so important. And just the mindset of using it for everything. Like I went to our YouTube about the other day mm-hmm. and was like, ah, that's way not, not the language we're using right mm-hmm. now. So in your content, in your business, in your marketing, you should be constantly refining your language and talking about your differentiators and making sure that as co-working mm-hmm. booms, that you're still standing out and your bios may not reflect that. And they, they may not be current with what you're what you're now, the talking points and the language you're now using. I have, (laughs) as, as we were creating this, um, this, uh, mini, you know, it's a a five day challenge, just mini challenge, I call it as we were creating it, the literally the one thing that I kept thinking about was you are not who you were a year ago. You are not who you are a year ago. And that take that as you, you know, emotionally, mentally, physically. I mean, that's a big one. It's true. But yeah. Also as a, as a, uh, business owner, as this operator, as the brand face of the brand, as the voice of the brand, who you were a year ago is not who you are today. So yeah. make if, if this is where people see you, you got to make sure that this is all, it reflects who you are today. So true. 
Karina, I love talking with you about this stuff. We could just endlessly oh, go know. on <laughs> and on. Like we, there were five different little sub subtopics in here we could do a whole episode on. So thank yes. you, thank you for your time, and um, really appreciate it. Any last thoughts before we jump off? No, I would just love to hear your feedback for anyone that is taking the challenge. Let us know what you think. Um, and yeah, that's all. Thanks, Karina. Good luck. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Coworking Out Loud. To sign up to take the social media audit five-day challenge, learn more about the lab, or register for the next Coworking Convo, head to katjohnson.co. See you soon.